Welcome to the Americana. I'm the host, Keith Johnson. Hey, thanks for listening, and I appreciate you being here for this episode of more U.S. political bullshit. Got a question for you. How is the U.S. doing as a country, you think? You know, right now, leaders from China, Russia, Brazil, India, Asia, nations, Kenya, Saudi Arabia, you know, they're, they're all now using local currencies and trade. The global de-dollarization campaign is gaining momentum as countries around the world seek alternatives to the hedge money of the U.S. dollar. China and Russia are trading in their own currencies now. And I hear a lot of self-proclaimed smart people say, So? The U.S. is a superpower. No, you fucking dummy. Only when other nations are on board. It's kind of like our government. If everyone got together and said, we're not paying taxes anymore, the U.S. government would collapse almost immediately. Of course, then we could go back to a nation where we were supposed to be when Americans left Great Britain. Remember the Revolutionary War? You know, that thing most lost, you know, a lot of people lost their lives for. So we could be free of taxation without representation. Just to allow government here in the U.S. to start taxing us again. Now real smart on our behalf. But who am I kidding? History books have been replaced by rainbows. Within another 10, 15, 20 years, no one will ever have any idea about any of this anymore. As history books are no longer playing a role in present life. I can't tell you how much it matters who you vote for in this country. It even affects everyone around the world who you vote for in this country. And who we allow to vote makes a big difference. Now we are for sure on the path to a recession. You know the largest economic recession in modern history was the Great Depression, which started in 1929 just nine years after women got the right to vote. Coincidence? No, I'm totally kidding. Women, don't, don't hate. It's just a joke. We men do plenty of our own stupid shit as well. I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, but I'll get back to you when I can think of something. No, I'm totally kidding. No, we do. We fuck shit up all the time. So thinking about January 6th, who believes that January 6th was what the extreme democratic agenda said it was. Well, I don't believe it. I believe January 6th was a farce, a huge lie. These cowards like Ocasio-Cortez in the Capitol that called this a riot. Man, they should have been here on our city streets with us when the democratic left Antifa was running wild, destroying everything in their path. You want to see riots? Look up that shit. All the video footage from the Democratic-run cities being ripped apart. People like Kyle Rittenhouse that took stands to attempt to defend what was being stripped away from innocent people. And just us, all sitting around waiting for the government to step up to put an end to it all. As the states and their powers to be. They did nothing 
the Democratic tyrannical state officials did absolutely nothing. The Democrats lied many times about the events that took place at the Capitol. They made it seem like they were the ones that faced the so-called mob. However, it was all a lie. Video evidence released showed just how big of a lie it was. They claimed almost 10 people died from the so-called riot that day, and that comment was deceitful and misleading. Four people died on January 6th, and they were all Trump supporters. Us so-called free Americans should have been able to voice our freedom of speech in entering a building to protest peacefully, a building that was or should have been completely open to the public on that day. But you want to hear something really sneaky as fuck the Democratic left pulled off that day? That day specific, they banned building tours specifically on that day. That day only. So who got notified of this? Most people would have assumed that the Capitol was open to the public. Protesters being led inside the building like cattle to the slaughter. Kind of a game of red light, green light, except one when you proceed forward, you're going to get killed or charged with a federal crime. Just ask Ashley Babbitt. Oh, wait, you can't. Because she was murdered. She was shot in the neck inside the Capitol on January 6th by the Capitol Police. And the police department calls the murder self-defense. But again, we saw the video, you lying bastards. This cop walks right up to her and shoots her in the neck, point blank. He's a murderer, flat out. And should be charged with murder. I hope when a Republican takes back the office, if these shady lying Democrats actually lose fair and square, that this gun-wielding murderer, capital cop, that's being shielded by the left, gets life in prison, like he should after Ashley's murder. Ocasio-Cortez and her lying ass, when saying numbers of deaths reported that day, she made sure to count all the deaths in the area, probably added some cats and dogs around the surrounding areas as well. There was one, a Trump supporter, that had a heart attack outside the building, even before anyone had walked inside. Factcheck.org posts Ocasio-Cortez tally also includes two rally participants who died of heart failure as identified by an autopsy. Possibly vaccinated, if you do the math on the vaccines, what's happening. Also include someone there that might have been homeless who died of an accidental overdose. But isn't this how we get our news in this country? If it's not diluted, it's complete bullshit. We only get it one of two ways, apparently. So don't make a habit of waiting for any truth to come through your television because it's not going to be there. Just look at how they destroyed the integrity of a once well-liked businessman. Look, Trump was very loved. All the politicians hung out with him had extravagant dinners with him, always made sure to attend every event that they were invited to. Even the most dangerous of friends that Trump had attended, the Clintons. Yes, Hillary has gone and had dinner at, tr at the Trump house and with his family. Politicians never had an issue with Trump ever. 
until this one little thing happened. The word president got placed in front of his name. Now the whole world has been programmed to go after him. It's no longer about who's better or who the better, better president is. No, social media has been designed to reprogram weak minds, brainwashing to do the bidding of the democratic agenda. You have a man for the first time in U.S. history that has taken a loss rather than a gain to be in the White House, has put our country first rather than second to their financial gain, like most other presidents have. And when you meet someone that says how much they despise Trump, you know, you see these people on the street, you meet someone that says that they despise Trump, and you ask them why, they get mad. For no fucking reason. They get mad at you. But can't really explain why. They don't really have a reason. They always come up with something really fucking stupid. That doesn't make any sense at all. Of really. Why you would be mad at someone. Let's take the Bush family for example. Thousands of innocent lives lost over oil. American soldiers. People dead. That should not be all at the hands of the Bush family. And you know, most have never correlated the two, but the Bush family, they live right in the oil capital of the U.S. here in Texas, right there in Texas. So tell me they don't have connections to oil. That's really what the war was about. It wasn't anything else. It just killed innocent lives. These people, these Bush family people, they were responsible for these lives. Nobody's fucking mad at them. Now Bill Clinton... Take him. Not counting Hillary's numbers. Let's leave her out of it. Just Bill. He's had quite a few people get killed near him in his circle. Not to mention the cigar incident with Monica in the Oval Office and the jizz on the dress that she logged into evidence. And nobody's fucking mad at Bill. Let's take Obama for incidents. Now adding Hillary as the sidekick because she was there. Benghazi. Look at all the innocent people killed there. Look at all the people that Obama killed. Nobody thinks about that shit. Obama didn't do anything. Look it up. Lots of people died under him. Again, but people keep being mad at Trump. And for what? For what? Think about it. What are you mad for? He didn't bomb shit. He didn't create war. He created peace between Korea for the first time in history. What are you mad at him for? Most people don't really hate someone until it affects them directly. Well, did you know that right now under Biden, 40% of U.S. workers have a second job to live. Inflation, cost of living increase. Oh, and that one little habit most politicians don't give a fuck that you have. It's called eating. Here's a simple mathematical equation for you for some more simpler minds. You want to know how much inflation we have in the U.S. currently? I ballpark 25%, maybe 30. And this is a minimum. But here's the way you can see. The dollar store now says, sells every item there for $1.25. That's a 25% increase. You don't have to be super smart to see little changes that are affecting us hugely. So now the taxpayer is working overtime, double time. The demand for money is higher than ever before. 
And how does the government reward you for working all this overtime? Well, they weaponize our tax-funded programs, the FBI, the CIA, and law enforcement. We originally established the checks and balance systems in our government so the power couldn't be pulled too far one way or the other. But the scales of justice are bent, almost beyond repair. And this current administration has literally taken over all aspects of our democracy and almost all political offices of power. We're losing this country at an extreme rate of speed. I believe there used to be good democratic agendas, just like Republicans. But the new far left is far too dangerous and out of control. It's not just the normal Democrats anymore. This agenda is going to destroy the very fibers that hold our country's flag together. We're losing our country at an alarming rate, and I don't think they care. Just look around. Large companies, Cracker Barrel, Red Lobster, Walmart, closing. When you're out on a stroll, if you can afford the gas, take a look around at the vacant office buildings. The first sign of a financial collapse is coming. It's happening now. You need more proof? Look at the banks. Closing? Seriously. Even U.S. Bank. Look around how many locations have closed. Banks out in California closing. Making huge decisions that are affecting people's wallets. The rich aren't losing because they're getting tipped off, so they're pulling out their monies. But the smaller man, you're losing your ass. When have you ever heard of that? Minus the bailouts, of course. That we all suffered for. We're in deep shit here, folks. If you haven't worried about your money in the bank, you either don't have much or you're not paying attention. Just because a bank says it's FDIC doesn't mean shit anymore. Don't think that the government would stoop so low to remove your funds. They only care about you once a year, and that's the month of April. Every other month, you're a liability. And now the Democrats stooping to a new low, going after a U.S. president? This never has been done before in our country's history. This insane allegation in regarding to President Trump are nothing more than a smear tactic designed to tarnish someone's name. They know it'll be easier to run against someone who looks bad in the media's eyes. Not that he ever looked good after he started to run for presidency. You know, you want to know how fucked up they are? They requested Trump to not have his mugshot taken because of they worry that he might use it as a political prop. Really? What total bullshit. Bending the rules of our country and our legal system. That's not how we do things here in this country. If he's being booked, take a photo. You're going to go all in? Go in. You're already ruining this country, running into the ground. What more do you have to lose at this point? And now you're worried about a mugshot? But don't worry. I'm sure our country's fine, totally fine, you think? Think about this scary-ass thought. The asshole that funded your safety jab, you guessed it, Bill Gates, is now the single largest farmland owner in the country. Why would a tech geek want to own all this land? Think about this, guys. you got to use some common sense here. I'm not even going to answer that question. Look into it. Figure it out. I'm seriously going to change that saying to uncommon sense from common sense. 
seems a bit more fitting to the U.S. lately. And how the fuck does it not send a red flag that in 2019, pre-start of the pandemic, 5,300 fires in 15 days happened, and an additional 2,000 fires occurred in agricultural grain and livestock food preservation facilities and food manufacturing. So this shit is so high risk that it's drawing in attention from a billionaire. Now he wants to buy all this farmland, this crazy high risk farmland. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It doesn't add up. Billionaires don't do this shit, folks. It's not about food. It's about control. So Biden, so Biden finally just signed into law HJ Res 7 that enacts the removal of COVID-19 pandemic national emergency. However, do you know it wasn't for, it wasn't in favor for 200 House Democrats. They voted against it. Why would they vote against it? See, we're, we're kind of in a fuck situation either way. But you can clearly see that the Democrats want to keep this fake pandemic flowing because the fear-mongering is great for business. But if 200 Democrats didn't vote for it, why did Sleepy Joe? Why did Sleepy Joe vote for it? Why is he pushing for it? Well, before you think that Sleepy Joe did something good for America, hold on and listen to why he did it. See, Trump put in place an order that during the pandemic state of emergencies, illegals could be held at the border, giving the border security more control and allowing more strict guidelines to block the sanctions of illegals entering into this country. There were more stipulations on them because of this state of emergency. Now Biden is removing it so he can build his army of illegal voters. Because he's planning to... Get all these guys ready before he's, you think about it, his time's running out, you know, 2024, man, it's right around the corner. He's got to get these guys in here, but hear me out to our Mexican brothers and sisters. Don't be fooled. If you're coming here and you come to this country, don't be fooled by this geriatric old fuck in the white house. He doesn't give a shit about you other than a vote. The first chance to screw you, he will also those that have fled a country run by a dictator. Think about it. Do you really want to come to the U.S. and support this country becoming just like the one you fled? If you want a real shot at a good life, we all have to be making money. We all need a strong economy. Biden's agenda from the beginning was hidden in his political promise. You can't build back something better without destroying it first. Again, uncommon sense is fairly common. I hope everyone that hears this podcast will make sure that they vote Republican this next election because none of us have the money to prosper from a broken down society like these super wealthy politician elites and bankers. Like the late great George Carlin said, they all got a club and you're not a member. So what can we do to make America better? Let's vote to change America back to where we can afford to live the American dream. It's time we strengthen up our backbones. This is our country, our home. 
I don't know about you, but I'm willing to die to defend it against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I don't give a fuck. And we won't truly be free until you feel the same. This country can't be changed by the strength of one person. It takes all of us. I've said it before, the government would be scared shitless if we ever truly united. This is why they have chopped at your freedom to be a well-regulated militia, as it clearly states in our Second Amendment rights. And now, you're called a terrorist for doing so, because they've changed the laws and the parameters. Taking that freedom from you, these politicians place their hand on a Bible swearing to uphold the oath of the Constitution the day they take office, but like Joe Biden, some are driven to destroy it. They want to destroy the one document that has led the groundwork, it's laid the groundwork for our country's freedom. They know how powerful we are in numbers. Just imagine being united states of America again and regain, and regain that power back to the people where it was intended by our founding fathers not in the hands of the new tyrannical dictatorship called the Democratic Party. These tyrants are masters at division, dividing all of us. They propagate misleading agendas driven by fear with ulterior motives, making new laws and backdoor deals at 2 a.m. at the Capitol. This isn't what all of, our, all of us in our country needs. It doesn't need a president that signs documents and laughs as he's signing them making comments that he has no idea what's in the documents he's signing, or a president that tries to justify why we shouldn't possess AR-15s, giving examples that, you know, you can't stand against your government with AR-15s. It doesn't matter. We can just drone strike you. Never before have I ever heard a president of the United States threaten its people like that, ever. And people just don't seem to give a shit. It's no big deal. You better wake up, America, because Sleepy Joe isn't the only one sleeping. If you have your shit together at all, and you agree with most of what I'm saying, stop being silent majority. Stop being that silent majority. This is why your children's school is teaching them about transgenderism instead of history. We all know it's warped. Not enough of us are standing up against it. We have let things go on long enough in this country without standing up against it. We need some serious change. Here's a great mindset to be in. A man who was stopped by the government many years ago. See, the government doesn't like competition, so they stand in people's way oftentimes when they feel threatened. But this man had a quote, and every time I hear it, I feel like it defines me. The quote was from Al Capone. He said, Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. I'm kind to everyone I meet. But if you're unkind to me, weakness is the last thing that you'll remember about me. Implement some of this ideology in your life. I promise it will make you stronger and more respected. Don't take shit from people unnecessarily. It's okay to set people straight. And it's more than okay to share your opinion. 
And if they don't like it, fuck them. Until next time, stay free. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Keith Johnson, and this is The Americana. <laughs>